0: Full Court Fits is The Ringer's new weekly NBA video series hosted by Big Waz, a.k.a. Wozny Lambre. Each week, we take you around the world of NBA fashion and share can't-miss style choices from your favorite players and keep you up to date on the latest news and releases in sneaker culture. Waz also talks to experts like Damian Lillard's personal stylists to give you behind-the-scenes looks at how the NBA's biggest stars choose their outfits. New episodes drop every Friday, so make sure you're subscribed to The Ringer's YouTube channel at youtube.com slash The Ringer so you never miss an episode. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
1: On May 10th, Kingdom
2: of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere.
1: What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. Stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13.
0: Welcome to Jam Session. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm Amanda Dobbins. Today, it's still summer somehow, kind of. Do you consider it still... Amanda, when did you go back to school when you were a
1: kid in Atlanta? Uh, Like mid-August to late-August. I think we started school like maybe this week. But, you know, by high school, you would go back for... Like I was on the cross-country team. And so like cross-country practice started before that sort of thing. So mid-August did, I guess, like... Start the return to school. But I have very firm opinions about when summer ends.
0: In New York City, you never go back to school before Labor yeah. Day. It's like so, so confusing to me that so many places in America, summer's over in the middle
1: of August. How depressing. And here's the thing summer's not over in the middle of August. Right. I, like it's, it's nonsensical. I, I don't really know the economics or whatever behind it. I'm not a school um, board official or administrator, and I'm not going to venture into that. But in terms of is summer still going? Yes. Summer is very much still going. And it is, it's is—it's really like the grasping at straws part of summer in all senses of the word. And that goes for celebrities as well. And I'm pleased to see that for the most part, the celebrities have learned the lessons of a few weeks ago and have gone in hiding until <laughs> Labor Day. because It's it, really true. Like, n- no news is well, you know how you say no news is good news when like everything is going okay. But like the only good news right now is not being in the news. Okay. It's like going absolutely. Bad for you. So for the most part, I'm happy for all of the celebrities that I care about who are are either on yachts. I believe that Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade are in Sardinia. Congratulations to them. I I love a late August vacation as well because If you're like trying to make things work right now, it can feel a little crazy making, you know? Sure. And for the most part, like I appreciate the people who are like, nah, I'm just going for it. So Sardinia looks great. Congratulations to them. Everybody else, I haven't heard from them, which is good. So that's positive. The negative is Juliet, that the tabloids and the things that I look to for distractions got to fill the pages somehow. (laughs) And so it is with a heavy heart that I come to you, Juliet Littman, today to ask you who the hell is Tom Girardi and Erica Jane and like why is someone trying to make me care about this and when will it stop? When will it stop? Um, well, do
0: you know who Erica Jane is at all? I believe she's a real housewife. but I couldn't tell you which franchise. That's correct. She's on the real housewives of Beverly Hills. She's been on it for a while. Okay. Her thing is that she like is always extremely glammed up in like a very dramatic way. And, okay. um, she also is like a pop singer and dancer right before COVID. She was on Broadway in the musical Chicago. Um, Wow. I don't, okay. I don't think she was probably. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Chicago's great musical. Recommend it. I like the movie. Richard Gere's great in it. As is John C. <laughs> Riley. E. <laughs> do not endorse Jones.
1: Do not endorse the movie Chicago. But continue. <laughs> you don't? No. But Richard Gere is so good in it. I, I I appreciate Richard Gere and his other roles. That I love movie musicals. That one didn't work for me. Okay. What about Czj? Uh, I mean, i like her as well. She seems to be having a great summer, by the way, I've seen some, you know, yacht photos yes. of her. She's, she's been on vacation. I believe they're, they're based in, in her home
0: nation of the United
1: Kingdom for the summer
0: because Michael Douglas went to a formula one race. In okay. England. So, and she's, she's Welsh.
1: So I assume they're just, they're over there hanging out. I'm congratulations to all of them. Chicago winning at the best picture. at Oscar was like a real <laughs> low point. Anyway, <laughs> Anyway, that's Erica Jane.
0: She she's like a good soundbite. There's like a whole cult of Erica Jane of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills followers. I've never been in it. She's like too reserved for me. But it's basically come out that it seems like the that her and her husband have kind of been like living a lie. And so what's going on is
1: <laughs> OK, this is all that. Right. Also-
0: This is all chronicle. I just want to say this is all chronicle on the current season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which I highly recommend. And you can hear Callie and I discussing on the Ring of Reality TV podcast. Check that out.
1: Okay, but I I mean, I guess you're going to tell me what living alive means in the context of the Real Housewives. So we'll get there. But can I ask you, you you said that you weren't like uh, an Erica Jane acolyte. Correct. Um, Would you characterize the Real Housewives fandom as by franchise or by housewife?
0: Um, it's a mixture. It's by franchise. And then within each franchise, people have their favorites. And there's like, I think with Potomac, there's like a real sort of like your team, Karen or your team Giselle. Okay. With the Real House of Beverly Hills, there's been feuds, but there's more. I think there's like just a couple of different things that people like celebrate with Beverly Hills.
1: Okay. Um, And I'm assuming that Kathy Hilton is also on Beverly Hills. She is the
0: brightest spot of television right. right now. And
1: yes, that's correct. And she has been having her own press tour, which you identified to me on this podcast. Like, well, you identified her shining light like several months ago. Yes. And, you know, then there was like the New York Times, whatever piece and all of this stuff. And people are like, oh, Kathy Hilton. So the Housewives of Beverly Hills press economy is booming.
0: Absolutely. They also okay. court it extensively of course my favorite beverly hills housewife is lisa renna um part of the fun of the beverly hills housewives unlike most of the other franchises that they're like already kind of famous you know like when beverly hills started i remember andy cohen remarking on how rich these women are and like the original cast was like lisa vanderpump who people didn't know but obviously now is famous adrian maloof who is a maloof and then nba circles that was like a big thing, AKA to me, Kyle Richards and her sister, Kim Richards were on the original cast and they're Kathy Hilton's sisters. Um, Kyle had been a child star. So had Kim, um, was that the whole original cast? Oh, Taylor. She was dark. We don't need to talk about her. Um, anyway, Beverly Hills is fun because it's Beverly Hills. It's sort of like you have a real frame of reference for understanding their lives based on watching television. And then you're like, wow, is this real? Like, can this be like, It's just kind of crazy stuff. And so then Erica Jane joined a few years ago. must've been like six or seven years ago at this point. can't remember. And her thing was, she's a very dramatic and her husband was much older. Tom Girardi. There's they're currently going through divorce. Um, His claim to fame was that he was one of Aaron Brockovich's lawyers. He was not played by Albert Finney, but he was one of the lawyers for Aaron Brockovich IRL and Erica and Tom, lived a really lavish lifestyle um but he also was like a kind of supposedly do-gooder lawyer someone who helped like Aaron Brockovich and um he represented like the families of the victims of a plane of a lion airplane crash and so she was this sort of like outrageous performer with platinum blonde hair and like a lot of quips who didn't really share that much about her personal life but like you just knew a lot about like Erica Jane Industries Erica Girardi's real name. Erica Jane is her stage name. And then, this is all being chronicled on the show. But last November, almost a year ago, Erica and Tom filed for divorce, and that was like shocking. No one knew that was coming. And then, and then, like some text messages allegedly leaked that showed Erica that Erica like leaks of Tom texting with a mistress and like trying to like explain that the divorce was like he cheated a lot um but then it came out that tom had been investigated for fraud and embezzlement and he is now accused of having stolen money that he won in settlements for his many needy clients like orphans and widows and funneled that into his own life and one of the central questions right now is how much did erica know and so a lot, some of that money did go to her various llcs and she is claiming she had no idea people think that the divorce is a cover for some of the fraud to try to keep her off the hook for yes to to, like allied some of their financials but so they had to move out of their like sprawling Pasadena estate she moved to Hancock Park down the street from Army Hammer um she was rumored to be having an affair with Scooter Braun, which probably isn't true, but I'll just say that was a rumor for a short
1: I mean, period of time. That That is like all of the publicists working on overtime together <laughs> to plant the stories. That's really, <laughs> that's everything coming together. I, I guess they deserve their bonuses. Um, and like, there's just like a different
0: update every day. Like for t- example, today there's two updates. One, Tom is like living in a senior f- living facility. Erica claims that like for the last three years, Thomas had brain damage. And so like, he's been different, but the lawsuits extend back further than that. But he it also allegedly has dementia. I don't know if that's true, but so they moved out of their estate. He's living in a senior living facility. She's living in a smaller house in Hancock park. And then his law firm today online, they're auctioning off like everything from the law firm, like the furniture, the wall hangings, the staplers, like literally everything there's like tons of wine. There's a signed Aaron Brockovich poster. Like I went through all of it, 15 pages of stuff. And it's just sort of like ver- this very Who is slow- it signed by, the Aaron Brockovich poster? <laughs> Sorry. I think it's Julia Roberts, but I'm not positive. Okay. Could it was like $500 a- was, the starting, was the starting bid, so. Okay. Um, so it's like this slow rollout of information. And then meanwhile- Erica is still on The Real House of Beverly Hills fucking discussing this every week. It's like the only storyline on the show. And she recently parted ways with her lawyers. And I have to assume they watch the show and they're like, sorry, we cannot represent you because you're talking about this on Bravo.
1: Well, I was going to ask you, do you think that she is behind this rollout of information and receiving money for everything that comes out every day? I mean, it this like seems far too orchestrated. She's, de- she's definitely doing the show for money. There's no
0: doubt about that. Yeah. I mean, she needs the money. Um, I think that she's definitely like there's like a strategy happening here that she's involved mm-hmm. in to a certain extent, but also this is like so horrific what he's accused of doing, um, and that she may have been complicit or an or an accomplice to that she can't be happy with a lot of it, so I do think i I do believe that the divorce stuff was to get ahead of the investigation that they knew was going to come out. Um, you can watch The Housewife and the Hustler on Hulu to learn a lot more about it. You can <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good? I can't special. believe how
1: much content there is about. Well,
0: yeah, I think it's also like he's had a really long career in L.A. Like he was a like kind of like a famous lawyer for like 20 plus years and she was on reality TV. Like they obviously have been courting attention together for a long time. So there's like a lot to to discuss and to and to parse. So there's a lot of primary documents here. Okay. Um, it's pretty outrageous. I don't find the story unto itself that interesting. But as like a reality TV plotline, it's incredibly captivating because like at one point they're talking about this among the whole group. And someone at the table is like, all of us here have had lawsuits against us. And it's just like, <laughs> yes, you all have, they've all been involved in some gnarly shit. So it's pretty, it's pretty wild. I mean, I, I would watch the show. I get, I, I definitely recommend it. I don't know if you, Amanda would like it, but to the, the casual consumer of pop culture, I'd recommend it. Cause it's pretty shocking. You just have to be like, Erica has so little left to lose that this is actually a gain for her to talk about this on television
1: because no lawyer would ever condone this. I mean, that's what the whole thing seems like. I knew none of the details, but it just, it, it honestly seems like a coordinated campaign from all of their camps and the various tabloids. Like there's nothing else going on. And so now this will be the story that we cover for the next three to four to five five weeks. Yeah. And, you know, I understand some of it is just it's like a slow news month or whatever. And so this is always a silly season, right? It's how you yeah. get absolutely ridiculous stuff. But the level of involvement that the people targeted in the investigation seem to have is pretty. I, I mean, I guess it's not shocking. I guess it's just how reality TV and the media works now. It is a real kind of like collapsing onto each other.
0: Yeah. So it's pretty, it's, uh, it's wild to watch on TV. Also, Erica's like clearly sedated on TV. You're just like, okay, we'll love to know what drug she's on.
1: Yeah. That's dark. How, really, ma- no, how many episodes are left in really the season?
0: Dark. Um, I think there've been like 11 or 12 and these seasons tend to be long, like
1: 28 okay. or something like that. Cause it's, I just wonder like what the arc of the, the planned arc of the season is.
0: I think it's fall. It's yeah, it's definitely following a lot of this. I mean, the other thing um, is that they have like the election, like also like weaving through this. And I was just like, I don't want to revisit that. That was a very unpleasant. I was just like, I don't, I don't care to revisit any moment of the Trump era.
1: So no, thanks. Pass. Oh, so it's like six months behind.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. Well now I know, I don't think that I'll read any more articles about them. Yeah.
0: I mean, um, I mean you've got all the info you need. That's true. How's Kath- Kathy Hilton doing in all of this? She's awesome. Kathy okay. Hilton, they they were cross-examining Erica at dinner. And Kathy Hilton was like, well, that's good practice. <laughs> <For> people... <laughs> so <laughs> Kathy Hilton is awesome. She's my favorite Hilton. I still don't like her children, but I love Kathy. She's so Do the so children funny. show up on the
1: show? No, they do okay. not. Okay, interesting.
0: They do not, yeah. Um, I think Nikki Hilton's like, has like recast herself as sort of like posh or the American version of posh and Paris is still doing nothing without, you know, some payment
1: cooking on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay.
0: So, well they would get paid for being on the show, obviously, but probably not
1: enough. Right.
0: It does. Okay. Kathy's doing it for fun.
1: Well, that's nice. That's refreshing. Yeah. Sure. All right. Well, thank you for
0: teaching me. You're welcome. Shall we? Shall we move on? Yeah, because that's that's all I need to know. Okay, I, well, that was yeah. a lot. I hope. I hope everyone. No, it was a lot. I feel.
1: I feel up to date, and I feel slightly icky, which I guess I was supposed to because these yeah. seem like icky people. Yeah, and and hopefully some celebrities start doing things in September. <laughs> I hope so too. In the meantime,
0: Ben Affleck was photographed at Tiffany's in Century City with his mother and his son Ben. Or Sam, excuse me. And um, the headline that everyone's running with is Ben Affleck shops for engagement rings. Amanda, what do
1: you say? Respectfully. There is no way that Ben Affleck is going to be buying what I am told would be Jennifer Lopez's sixth engagement ring in her life and second (laughs) from Ben Affleck at the Tiffany's at the Century City Westfield, even though. The Century City Westfield is a lovely mall, as malls go. It is primarily outdoors. It has a great food court. There's an eataly somewhere there. Mm -hmm. One of the better movie theater malls, in my experience. There's a Dentai Fung. It's a great mall. Nothing against malls. That's just not where Jennifer Lopez's standards are at this point in time, with respect to engagement rings.
0: (laughs) I mean... Also, if he was doing that, you have to assume that Ben Affleck can go after hours. He can have them come to his house. He doesn't need to just walk into Tiffany's to browse for, for rings. It's kind of completely nonsensical because my first thought was he's got teenage daughters and among a certain set of teenagers. Tiffany's jewelry has a lot of cachet. And I will say that as someone who's currently wearing Tiffany's necklace, that is my mom's that I took a very long time ago. I still wear some, some jewelry that I got for my bat mitzvah from Tiffany's. And I just was like, he must be shopping for one of his kids. There's no way he's shopping for Jennifer Lopez, but nonetheless, he doesn't need to like do that. Ben Affleck can have everything
1: come to him. So I'm just like, what was the, why, what happened here? So my first thought because the the reporting was like very specific he was looking at engagement rings which like I don't really know how they would know that but if he is looking at engagement rings like this is a stunt that was my first thought is that, and I don't think he's like actually being paid by Tiffany's cuz quite frankly Ben Affleck has a ton of money and he doesn't need that but they have been extremely deliberate in how they're rolling out this relationship to the press and I guess they just like needed something to throw to the fishes or whatever and so that it was done deliberately. Like, I, I, and and I don't mean that in... I don't think that's a cool, savvy thing, you know? I'm not just like, wow, they're, like, playing, you know, chess and we're all playing checkers or whatever. I'm just like, there's no way that he would actually <laughs> go do that for the sake of going to do that. So, like, maybe someone thought that that would make a good headline. <laughs> Your explanation is more plausible. I
0: just don't get it. But is it more plausible? I don't know. I mean... Also, maybe like this is they're more
1: David Yerman people than Tiffany's. I don't know. But I mean, he's with his mom. That's the other thing. So I don't know. What if your mom wants to go into Tiffany's? That's true. I, it's like you're at the mall. Like, I, when was the last time that you were at the mall intergenerationally? Never. I think like, you've never gone to the mall with your mother. I guess you're a New York City kid.
0: Um, I think the last mall that I went to with my, my, my mom and I went to the Americana in 2012. Okay. 2000, sorry 2013 okay um I think that was the last time I went to a mall with my with my family yeah my mom and I went to the Americana in 2013 I think that was the last one
1: okay it's <laughs> it's probably similar for me but you know at some point when you're at a mall with parents with kids like when you're at a mall for the purpose of killing time which I admit in COVID is not really an activity that well, I'm back to even though again mall. Outdoor, outdoor mall as noted um but you just wind up doing weird stuff. You yeah. know, you are just sort of killing time. So in that sense, maybe they just went into the mall. But I, I don't really know. I wanted to ask you while we're on the topic of Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. They took their kids to see Hamilton this past I, weekend. I know. I'm very aware. So I just wanted to ask you how many times you think each of the members involved has seen Hamilton.
0: I can see Ben Affleck being obsessed with it.
1: Okay. Like just being
0: like, this is so smart. Okay. I'm going to go with, this is number three for Ben and number two for Jen. The kids, I bet this is the first time you think the first time for the kids. Maybe they went to New York. I have to, I just need to say one thing before we continue this, this exercise, the man playing Hamilton in Los Angeles right now is named Jamal Westman. Mm -hmm. I saw him play Hamilton in London. Mm Mm-hmm. He is so hot and such Uh, a good dancer. He is hot Hamilton. And I'm jealous. I honestly, I don't know. I just like, I have, I have continued to think about how hot he is in the nearly three years since I saw him perform when I was sitting next to Princess Anne of the Royal Family. And if you're in Los Angeles and you'd like to see Hamilton, I urge you to do so. It's worth risking COVID inside to see him perform. He is just really, really great. That's it.
1: Okay. Okay. So I, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I know. I knew as soon as you wanted to talk about it that it was hot Hamilton. I also remember that this guy is hot Hamilton, <laughs> and that you saw Princess Anne. And you know, I hope if people want to experience it, be safe, be smart, and and have have a great time. I'm I'm like smiley thinking about yeah, him. He's so it hot. Really, is true. <laughs> I'm gonna say that this was a kid led expedition. I, I'm thinking somewhere between Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, as I believe, five children. Um, though I yeah, don't think so all only, f- only four went right. Only four went, but one of the four is, I think a Hamilton head and as really into it as I think like a lot of teenagers are and, you know, has a CD and is, and really wanted to make this happen for everybody. And so I think this is possibly Ben Affleck's second time seeing it because he probably took the, it, it, if it's one of his kids, because he took the Hamilton enthusiast the first time and then. Probably a lot of familiarity with the soundtrack, you know, for various Hamilton facts, because if you probably watched it on Disney Plus, right? Uh, probably, or at least was like in the room while the (laughs) kids are doing it. Like, how often do you think that movie people are sitting down with their kids to like watch kid movies? I don't feel like it's that much. I feel like when it's your job, you're like, now I got three hours to watch this film stage production of Hamilton. No, I'm like not going to do that. I think Hamilton's
0: film stage production transcends. I think it's different than being like, let's watch the new Lin-Manuel Miranda Netflix movie Vivo or whatever. Is that what it's called? Vivo? Um,
1: I don't remember. I thought you were talking about the Jonathan Larson upcoming movie. Tick, tick, boom. Yeah. I'm
0: worried about that. I don't know. As am I. I, I don't feel good about it. Um, Neither do I. I don't feel good about Andrew Garfield, I'd say. Anyway, that's a whole other story.
1: Yeah. We can cross that bridge when we get there.
0: <laughs> yeah. See you in November. Um, but I think Hamilton transcends. Uh, I really do. And I also just feel like I could see J Lo being like really into Hamilton as well.
1: I I think this was a kid led expedition, but I'd love to I, know. I think that I, I think it's very sweet that they all went. They also went to the Magic Castle this weekend. Oh, they did? Yeah. Wow. So there's really a lot just, of like
0: blended family outings. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Hitting the town in Hollywood. Well, cause I think Jennifer Garner was in New York for a while. She was mm-hmm. spotted with that guy that she's sometimes dating, sometimes not dating. The burger hope, guy. Yeah. I hope whatever Jennifer Garner wants is what Jennifer Gar- Garner, is, is getting. And then, so it was like Ben was in charge of the kids for the weekend. And so they planned like a lot of activities, like a real divorce dad energy, but that's okay. <laughs> Who doesn't love seeing Hamilton and then going to Magic Castle? Also, all Hollywood located, which is kind of a drag to go back and forth from Brentwood multiple days in a row. Maybe they were staying in Hollywood for the weekend at a hotel
0: or a nice house.
1: Maybe. But then don't you think we would have had more photos of, of them out and about? Anyway.
0: It's hard Congratulations. With the kids,
1: yeah, that's true. Congratulations to everybody involved. I, I do not think that Ben Affleck bought an engagement ring at Tiffany's this weekend, but I've There's been zero, wrong. Zero percent chance. Zero percent chance. No way. What if we're, we're wrong? Then I'll, don't be you embar- at least, I'll be embarrassed. I'll be don't embarrassed. you at least want to put two percent on the table in case we're actually wrong? No. I would be disappointed if
0: you think someone shopping for an eighty five million dollar house is going to accept that Tiffany's engagement ring like off the rack. That's just being like Sure. I'm, I'm going to wear, I'm Jennifer Lopez. I I'm going to go ready to wear for like,
1: the Met gala. That's so weird. <laughs> I agree with you. I completely agree with you, but I have been surprised thus far in the run of this relationship. So I I like to leave all possibilities open.
0: God, I really hope not. I love Tiffany's though. I just want to say this is no shit at Tiffany's. This is about, this is about Jennifer Lopez.
1: And it's about precedent. I mean, wasn't the first ring like some custom designed Harry Winston like yeah, you know, giant glacier type situation? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe they're going for settle second time around. I doubt it. I doubt it.
0: (laughs) That's a funny suggestion. I've
1: I've seen the pool lighting at the home she's looking at. Let's good luck to them. Yeah. And also
0: congrats to America. Jamel Westman is here. Everyone go see Hamilton, Los Angeles. Okay. Next, new couple alert, Channing Tatum and newly separated from her husband of one year, Zoe
1: Kravitz. It's <laughs> said newly separated. I feel like she's had three or four months at this point. Has she? I, yeah. liked she?
0: I liked when it was rumored that she was dating Robert Pattinson. That was a really good rumor.
1: I, I mean, I feel like Zoe Kravitz, just anyone that she's dating, I'm excited for her. Totally.
0: I'm going to choose to believe her and Robert Pattinson had a, had a something.
1: Sure. But I think that he has been dating Suki Waterhouse for a long time. Oh yeah.
0: You're right. That still doesn't rule it out, but that's, that's true. true. Yes. I love Robert Pattinson just deeply. I'm also a really big fan. I've seen none of his movies and I, but I love him.
1: (laughs) Maybe keep it that way. Maybe there's just like appreciation (laughs) of Robert Pattinson independent from the weird shit that he does in movies, even though I think he's great in many of his movies. Um, Right. So Zoe Kravitz, I feel like it's three to four months since her separation. So, you know, I don't think according to Amanda's timelines, which no one listens to anymore, like absolutely no one cares about them. But I, she and Channing Tatum probably should not get married. It's a little soon for that. But otherwise, great for, you know, feeling, feeling it the new waters of a new relationship, just trying some things on. Seems right. Seems right on time for me. Sure. They're photographed in like on the street in New York, a couple different places with Channing Tatum riding a couple different bikes. And there are really three people in these photographs. There's Channing Tatum, there's Zoe Kravitz, and then there's Channing Tatum's bike. And like he's really trying to impress Zoe Kravitz with like his bike tricks on the sidewalk in New York. And I guess maybe that's working for her. She seems very happy in the photographs. They also seem pretty aware that they're being photographed. So I'm like, is Channing Tatum investing in a bike company that I don't know about? Like, is this promo? But I, I don't know. I guess this is what the, the kids are up to. Channing Tatum's not a kid, by the way, but he's definitely a grown up. But good for them. They seem happy. This is very perplexing. Just very
0: perplexing. First of all, Channing Tatum looks like extra diesel these days. And just like, what's his next role or why is he so ripped right now? Um, second of all, it deeply disturbs me that they're riding the bike on the sidewalk. That is not allowed. And as an avid pedestrian of the streets of New York, I do not approve. Please find a bike lane near you. They are many and well-marked. Um, and also, like, why is he always with his bike? Like, there's several photos where they're walking and he's walking his bike. And I'm just like very confused. Like, I like lock it up and come back for it. I mean, I just don't get what's happening here.
1: I'm not really sure. According to GQ, they are yeah. also currently working together mm. on Zoe Kravitz's first film. She is directing a film, a genre thriller titled apparently Pussy Island. Congratulations mm. to everybody. And so perhaps there's also a promo element of this. I can't explain the the multiple bikes. Or like, really, I immediately went to is this Bon Con. Like, would Channing Tatum like to sell us a line of of bikes? Which poss- is possible. Anything's possible in 2021.
0: Maybe as a director, she's like insisting that he always has a bike for to like really get into his role. Possibly. Amanda. Th- yes. Would you ever ride... On a bike through the streets of New York like this with a man that you may or may not be dating?
1: Well, she's not riding on the bike. That's the other thing. She's walking alongside him. There's a couple photos where she's on it, though. Oh, that's right. No, I wouldn't. I, I don't have great balance, first of all. So I would be really stressed out. And the biking in the city, like I support more biking and more forms of transportation besides cars in cities in particular. Except for like the really aggressive cyclists, the people who are competitive cyclists and trying to do the Tour de France, like, you know, in Central Park or here at the Rose Bowl or just in the city and running over pedestrians like there's a special place for you guys in hell. But everybody else who's just using a bike to express themselves or to get from point A to point B, I really support it. That said, I'm not a confident biker. I know how to ride a bike, but I'm not the most confident. I do not. I, you I don't need, know how to ride a bike. Really? Oh, you don't know how to ride a bike?
0: I, I did, like, learn, but, like, I learned and then never really did it again. I had, like, maybe one year of riding a bike when I was, like, seven or eight or something, maybe mm-hmm. younger, but I don't know. I just took the bus.
1: I I learned to ride a bike, and I really liked riding the bike, like, at the beach or not in the city where you have room to run around. But I'm not confident enough to be navigating New York City traffic, right? <laughs> And then the balancing act that's happening on someone else's bike—there's not enough trust in the world for for me to do that. I'd be very stressed out. Also, just like I don't have a great center of gravity, I have many other gifts, but I just don't think it would go well. And so, probably not. But then, would I also walk alongside someone just pushing their random bike? I would get pretty impatient pretty fast, you know.
0: I would be like, if if we were like going somewhere. And he was like, okay, let's just, I'll lock my bike up. Do you mind walking with me till I find a place to lock it up? Sure. Come sure, back sure. Later. That's to- totally permissible. Great. Of course, understand, support you biking to, to meet up. That sounds great. Um, but like just in perpetuity, just walking the bike together. That's a no. It's a no for me, dog. But also I don't see a lock. I don't see any like a, a lock on the bike. And also I don't see any helmets. There's nothing I hate more than city bikers who do not wear helmets. It's endangering everyone. I hate it. Channing Tatum, I,
1: please get a bike. You don't even I, have hair to not mess up. I mean, get a helmet. I agree with everything that you're saying. Like, uh, just on, yes, wear a helmet, be respectful. Don't ask someone to walk alongside your bike forever. But all of this is also signaling to me that these aren't real pictures. Th- that's mm. the thing. These are stage pictures. And, like, what are they staging? Are they promoting her new film? Are they kind of, like, promoting their relationship in a way of, like, we don't care? Again, is Channing Chan Tatum... She da-
0: I don't think she does that. He definitely would, I think. But I don't think she does that.
1: I don't know. Maybe she needs funding. Maybe they like I I don't know. I think also she's younger than us. She's of a generation where it's like, yeah, there are going to be photographs of me, you know. So even her like, quote, private wedding in Paris was just like the paparazzi brigade of every famous celebrity ever showing up. You know, there's like, there's some privacy, but there is some awareness of the world at large and how yeah. photographs play into it.
0: Yeah. I like the photos that TMZ had of Channing Tatum where he's holding like, um, Louis Vuitton luggage in one hand and reusable shopping bags from urban or from union market in Brooklyn in the other. It's really right. funny. Yeah. Is there anyone cooler than Zoe Kravitz? Like,
1: I think she's on the Rihanna level. I think it's like a a group of two, Rihanna and Zoe Kravitz. I don't think she's quite to Rihanna level yet, but that's just, that's a time issue. And that's out of respect to Rihanna, who's on a playing field all her own. And we thank her. Um, But she's very cool. Yeah. Which is, I guess, you and I don't think that like posing for photos is cool, but also that's a generational thing. Some people think that being in photographs and being out in public is cool. And she's of that generation. So I don't know. I wish them the best.
0: I kind yeah. of like Channing Tatum. I don't know. I'm pro. Sure. I'm pro. More or less. I love Step Up and Step Up 2, of course. So there's that. Okay. All right. Last item of the day. Mm-hmm. Lord is back. I li- actually listened to her album this morning. It was quite boring. Didn't care for it. <laughs> um so be and it. So
1: I think I'm the only person in the world that is like not that mad about the Lord album.
0: Everyone I'm not just, mad. I just am like, I'm done here. One, listen, and I'm I'm ready to move on. Right.
1: Everyone, there are a lot of people who seem quite mad or very disappointed. I guess a lot of people really, you know, invested their identity in that second Lord album, which, you know, everyone's young once, you know, and you got to express yourselves. But so people seem really frustrated that it's not living up to that. I listened to it and I was like, this isn't aggressively ruining my day. I wouldn't say it's super innovative, but I was like, oh, she's, you know, she's pretty good. I, it can be on. I'm not mad. It was
0: just like sleepy to me. I wasn't into it, but I don't know. I I like Lord, but I think that perhaps she was never destined for superstardom. I feel like what happened at the beginning of her career was like almost a mistake. I feel like sort of being a more indie skewing pop singer is like, more correct for Lord. I feel like same thing happened with Carly Rae Jepsen. Neither was meant to be like superstar famous. They just had like these breakout hits.
1: Well, and there is just also when you become famous and have such breakout success at such a young age, uh, as Lord did, yeah. Then figuring out what your career and your stardom looks like as an adult or someone who's not, you know, a precocious sixteen or seventeen year old. I can't remember how old she was when she she wrote that first album, but. Just figuring out how to be an adult—it's—it's it's the Taylor Swift thing all over again. It's the people, and it—it's hard, and, and you maybe want to cling to some of the young stuff, but also people are not really going to accept whatever new thing that you're doing. Um, mm. And also, especially because there was a level of teenage angst to some of the Lord stuff, and that—that's kind of reductive because I think she's quite talented. But if you're maybe not in that mode anymore, people are like, what is this? This isn't interesting. This isn't angsty enough. This isn't about my feelings. And maybe you can't you can't live in a in the mind of a 16 year old forever. You know, I mean, that's
0: a problem for Adele as well. I mean, yeah, no one's looking forward to the Rich Paul breakup albums. Like oh, God. Me. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, you know, Adele had her heart broken at a young age and we all benefited, including her. yeah. And but it'll never be the same. I mean, even twenty five, she was like happy ish, happy. I think resembling happy, new phase of life, figuring out being a mom, young mom. And it didn't have didn't didn't cut to my core the same way. It wasn't like I need to live in this black and white video, walking along the sand, having my heart broken every every moment, listening to someone like you. So (laughs) it's gonna you know it, it definitely it definitely is hard. It's also just like there's something about um there's something about the uh totalizing experience of like teenage heartache that is so unique that like to be an adult is to no longer have that totalizing experience and it's sort of like it's so powerful in music particularly um it's very it's very hard to like convey because in some ways like as a young person i feel like the first time that happens it's like a very black and white issue and from that point on no other breakup will ever be as
1: black and white i don't know Sure. Or really any emotional issue. I mean,
0: that's being a teenager.
1: Yeah. Music is melodramatic and, and being like a a pop star in expressing all of those emotions, you really, you know, you got to go for it. And then suddenly you're 24 and you're like, well, you know, I've been doing some work. I've been thinking a lot about self-actualization and here's my perspective on the world. That's great. That's healthy life. I wish that for everybody but it does not really make for the kind of music that people post memes about all of the time. <laughs> and here's the other thing. So the other thing that happened related to lore that's interesting, you know, obviously like the, the, the rollout and all of the kind of pop store lore surrounding the actual music. If you'll recall the last album, there was, I believe a spreadsheet uh, that went viral that, no, was it a PowerPoint presentation? I don't remember.
0: I think it was a PowerPoint
1: but, that was yeah. about uh, positing that Lord and her uh, frequent collaborator and producer Jack Antonoff uh, were actually either having a relationship, or many of the songs uh, were Lord writing about Jack Antonoff, or there was a lot of Lord and Jack Antonoff um, speculation. And Lord has actually been asked about this on this round of. Um, album cycle. And I guess she's also been asked about just like her frequent collaborations with Jack Antonoff and like whether or not she was making like a Jack e album. He does have a distinct sound at this point. It pops up in a lot of pop stars. Um, and she rightly took issue to that and was like, I'm my own person, but I couldn't help but notice that simultaneously Jack Antonoff went very public with his latest relationship with Margaret Qualley, who's really having the time of her life. And I say that with a lot of respect I'm a fan of Margot Qualley, Um, like almost to the day of the release. It was just like, just so you know, Jack Antonoff is dating another uh, beautiful model actress who is not Lord. Um, And I I think that's great for everybody. I did slightly wonder at the timing, but that's okay. It's good. Intentionality is good. I think that's great for everybody. But also, again, there's like less interest surrounding her, which, which is tough. The, the healthy, responsible, normal thing is not the thing that generates a lot of attention or memes as the case may be.
0: I can't, I can't really imagine um, dating Jack Antonoff. Like I, I have no feel for what that could be like. I just feel like we've been, a there's lot... a lot of
1: content out there. I know. I mean, that can you, get, take you, put you in the mindset. You also, you left out the part where Lord was part of Lena Dunham's
0: like friend group and right. Yeah. And it was. And I think part of the implication and the problem with the Jack Antonoff and Lord rumors is that perhaps that was why she and, and Jack Antonoff broke up or the timing. Maybe not why, but it was very the timing was very close to when she
1: and Jack Antonoff broke up. She being right. Dunham. I had blocked that out. I like I just didn't have enough emotional space to hold all of that. And everyone like parsing the videos of like teenage Lord in Jack Antonoff and Lena Dunham's Brooklyn Heights apartment. Yeah, and- because because Lord famously wrote with Jack at his apartment.
0: Right. Which he shared with Lena Dunham um, at the time. But that's the thing is like, we have so much, we do have a lot of information about Jack Antonoff as a, as a boyfriend and it doesn't really complete. It doesn't, it, it it doesn't, um, it doesn't really all add up for me. It's the only thing that I can really kind of think of though. I mean, maybe this is really unfair and reductive, but I just feel like Jack Antonoff, um, got really famous and really successful. And, like, so many men started dating much younger women.
1: <laughs> and, he did. And, and to me, is still, like, somewhat defined by his relationship to all of those women. Which absolutely. is, like, unfair to the women involved. But I saw a headline recently that Jack Antonoff's, like, solo project or his individual project, Bleachers, will bleachers. be requiring vaccinations at its concerts, which is great. Um, I, I don't mean to mock vaccination requirements at all. I'm like very pro them, but I was like, no one cares about bleachers. (laughs) that's like how I, I read this. I was like, who's going to that? Like people only care about what Jack Antonoff is doing for other more famous pop stars and, or his relationship to like actually famous people. Um,
0: the main like positive for Jack Antonoff in my mind is that he, he went to Hawaii with the chicks to work on the Gaslighter album mm-hmm. and they spoke really highly of him. And I Gaslighter album is one of my favorite albums of all time. And so I'm like, well, if they vouch for him and they like his drumming, then I guess he's good. But I am very curious how Jack Antonoff feels about the Taylor Swift, Aaron Desner axis Cause I feel like, Aaron Desner got the New York Times treatment over the weekend and he included some completely ridiculous quotes. I can't think of a, a human less suited to spend time on jam session. Like <laughs> I, it's like we don't speak the same language. Um I honestly like would probably prefer silence just than, than <laughs> trying trying to find the middle ground. Um that said. I feel like there's got to be some jealousy. I feel like Aaron Desner is just sort of like he's been having a he's had a great 12 months, you know, thanks to Taylor and not that Jack's had a bad 12 months. But um, he has not he's not really been like like ordained as like this, like music minister the way that I feel like Aaron Desner has to like non fans of his band that I don't even remember the name. What was it? What's it called? The National. Yeah. Yes. The National.
1: I, I mean, I think Jack Antonoff had that run. To the point that like at some point everyone was just complaining about how all albums sounded like they'd been mm-hmm. produced by Jack Antonoff which is fair <laughs> Mainly, and not you fair. you were
0: compla- complaining about
1: that. Yeah that's, that's really true and that's both fair and not fair to everyone involved but I'm just really stuck on I would prefer silence which is just like a real articulation in a lot of ways of certainly how I feel about the month of August with respect to celebrities and just like I, it's that's a really profound articulation of an emotion that I have had a lot in the celebrity space and also just in my life. And I really want to thank you. It's like, I actually, I would prefer silence. So I, I think that's a beautiful note to wrap this up on. Maybe not about Lorde, possibly about Tom Jordy and Erica Jane, but just, you know, I guess sometimes I would prefer silence. And on that note, we'll be back next week.